boom, 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 boom. Ah, whatever happened to but it could have been the Bird Man, the Paper Boy, Evening TV. I know too. This is going to be too long because I know the whole thing. Don't don't let me stop you. Although I lost out there and you're all alone to carry home. Everywhere you look. Good bass. Ah, oh yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. There's still evening TV. Do you remember even remember when there used to be evening TV? Remember before all our TVs just automatically turned off at six forty-five? Before it was just the American flag and <laughs> the Indian head holding like the number one. This is WBEZ signing off. Like what? Like what the hell are you talking about? Uh, there was a weird. So when I used to do the show in uh, North Dakota, one of my friends uh, that was in the show for some years also did like some voiceover work locally. And so when the local affiliate like uh, would go off the air because it was a, a local channel, so I think it would really like go off the air, quote unquote. But then it would switch to infomercials. So it was just like right, any that's, other channel. That's what I'm used to. But he, his voice would come on and be like, "This is Dickinson Channel, blah blah blah, <laughs> signing off." But it was my friend Wade, and one time I like fell asleep, and I'm like. <laughs> And it's like, this is Dick. And you're like, what is Wade doing in my room? Okay. No, he's not in here. Anyway, uh, welcome to Your Inner Child is an Idiot, <laughs> the podcast where we talk about really random things. Yeah. Like, and sometimes a show. A show from our childhood. We revisit, revisit things from our childhood. <sighs> we re-review them and see, you know, if uh, the fog of nostalgia has clouded our minds into thinking it was better than it ever was. Yeah, there you go. Um, That's not simple. actually like the beginning of the shadow radio play, Fucking though. simple. Yeah, thanks for uh, <laughs> simplifying that for us. Uh, yeah. So today, we are talking about the show. By the way, I'm DJ. This is Damon. <laughs> Hello, I'm Damon. We are really fucking this up. 12 episodes in, 13 episodes in, and we just... We're just like three sheets to the wind. Just falling off. Yeah, well, Damon's drunk. That's one thing that's <laughs> happening. I have no excuse. Um, today, we're going to cover... Uh, one of the TGIF staples of the That's ABC right. yeah. lineup, Full House. Full House. This is a big one. Um, a lot of people have a lot of uh, positive Thoughts. feelings about yeah. this. Um, I do, too. I, I watched it. I definitely was a TGIF. Do now? Well, here's the thing. <laughs> I have positive feelings towards it, although I know it wasn't. I don't think it was good. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was one of those things where, I mean, I wasn't. I was definitely less discerning, let's say, back in those days. Uh, but I do remember. And it's you know, almost like my parents would just put me down in front of this box and right, I'd watch yeah. whatever was on. Isn't it weird that like Friday night TV was such a big deal? I right. Like- I wanted to look into that a little bit more, and I may look into it after we did this pre- preamble of how that worked because people were watching the show because this was a thing. Yeah, I remember. And eight p.m. I, I, and on yeah, time. yeah. Um, and I remember like as a kid. That people would like talk like, oh, yeah, you watch TV? Oh, TJF is tonight. I'm excited, yeah. and I'm like, shouldn't you guys be like smoking weed and getting laid? Yeah, I mean, I understand why I am watching TJF, <laughs> but you're the cool kids. You're supposed <laughs> but to I'm be reading out. Lord of the Rings and daydreaming about boys. You guys should be like getting laid. 
Well, listen, I don't know if it was because obviously it was, you know, geared towards somewhat younger, but like families watch this and yeah, is, uh-huh. I feel like Friday night TV, while there's definitely still programming on Friday nights, like it's not a thing like that It's where anymore. shows go to, that's where they put Hannibal for a while. I'm like, well, Before they <laughs> this show it. they want to cancel. R.I.P. 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 And I hope your skin gets like folded into angel <laughs> wings or whatever in the TV graveyard, TV afterlife. This is my design. Mm. Mm. I, it's... Actually, mishmash. That is. It's, uh, a, it's more like the design of your brain. I don't know. That's I can't our, even do the our fake Mads dialogue. Mickelson, our terrible Mads Mickelson. He's gotten better. The first season, if you rewatch the first season, you're like, yeah. I did, I'm sorry, Mads. I'm sorry. I just One didn't more time. catch that. Yeah. Uh, if you, you're my therapist. I can't understand what you're even telling me. <laughs> By the way, if you like good shows, watch Hannibal. Uh... If you like the opposite, in almost every conceivable way, <laughs> of Full House, watch Hannibal. It is sometimes... You ever like Bob Saget and you're like, you know, I like it, but I wish people would make more skin wings with people in this show? <laughs> I wish they would super glue Bob Saget's body. Okay, this is getting gross. <laughs> it is kind of gross. It, not kind of. It Bob is Saget also gross. might take it as a physical threat against him. Yeah. Um... So Full House, it, like, yeah, it's, I don't know if things if has society changed so much that that people are actually doing shit on Friday nights. I don't of- know. I think the '90s. I think the. I don't know. The '90s. I feel like well, there was a plethora of just shit on TV. I feel like there was a split, and you had shows like The Simpsons, and then later shows like Seinfeld that were going one direction, right. and then this whole other direction of Home Improvement, Family Matters, Full House, these sort of shows that are like almost deliberately trying to not offend you. Well, they are, and they are the behemoth. They're the most popular. They are, we are weird, you know, like in terms of like general public and I think probably well, a lot I mean, of, Seinfeld wasn't a weird. That's true. Anomaly. That was more like, and Simpsons obviously is one of the most more popular. That's true. But I think like that sort of, uh, you know, multi-camera, like it's a traditional sitcom. Like yeah. you know, All in the Family was, although All in the Family was more subversive, I think, than any of these mm-hmm. shows that we're talking about. But you know, like that was sort of like one of the proto-modern sitcoms, and uh, it didn't, it hasn't really changed. And like Full House was definitely like square in the middle of Full House, I feel like, was even trying to throw back, like, what could we do to like undo what All in the Family even did? (laughs) How can we go so far back? Uh, It's it's a very weird anomaly and even more of uh, more odd by the fact that it was so popular. Yeah. Well, and launched some weird careers like the uh, the Tolson twins. Oh, right. And uh, you know, and uh, Saget's yeah, still around. It. The Stam- dog did okay. Stamus has got Stamus, Stamus has got the Stamus. yogurt. Stamus, <laughs> famous Stamus has got his yogurt. Uh, I think that like this is going to be very. I think we're in Punky Brewster territory. No, I I told your wife while we were sitting out there, I was like, this is going to be another goddamn Punky Brewster. And let me tell you uh, my feelings about this show. Yeah. This is going to be, this is a show I remember like Saved by the Bell. Yeah. Where I was like, this is shit, and I don't understand why my peers like this show so much. Oh, yeah. I just, I, but although I will say this, I gave this show and the general TJF block a lot more attempts to like it. I'm right. like, maybe I'm just missing something. And I'm like, no, there's even less here than <laughs> I couldn't possibly be missing something. There's just a fine layer of dust. There's nothing to miss. Um, it's 
Yeah, it, I remember trying to watch this, and what I remember is the show would sort of have really jokes you could see coming like three miles yeah, away, right, yeah. and then everything would put a break. Oh, the breaks would just come on, the comedy and the breaks, music. and the yeah. fucking like sad Strings. piano would come on. Yeah. The one remember, episode I remember watching all the way through, and I'm hoping we can find it, is... There's an episode, and it was so stupid. Like, I had trouble comprehending what it was trying to tell me because it wasn't functioning in any way I recognized the world as working. <laughs> the episode, Stephanie was the middle girl, uh-huh. right? Yeah. Um, How rude. No. Uh, was that her? Or was that the little girl? No, I think that is her. Yeah. How rude. You and got then, it, dude. Was you the got it, girl. dude. Was yeah. the fucking twins. And then DJ was, I'm a teenager. I'm rebelling. Yeah. Sort of. Also, I've got my name's DJ, bangs? and her name's DJ. Did that so, cause a lot of? Was is there any sexual baggage? Are we finally hitting a sexual baggage? Not, not for you. Really. I uh, didn't. I mean, me. I'm sure I thought that uh, Candace Cameron was uh, like cute, but I think the ages were wrong. Like right. for when I watched, it. I don't remember what age I was. Like because this ran for a while, I think. Right? We've done zero research, or I have. I think it's almost ten years, <laughs> if not ten years. Yeah, it went um, for a long time. Just by I was hoping of actors. I for those tell. at home, I'm hoping because me and DJ are both men. We're both uh, cisgendered True. men, so we both watch tend to watch boy things. But because I am a homosexual man, I watch them <laughs> differently than DJ probably watched them. So I'm waiting for that one thing we watch where um, DJ is the one with the sexual baggage, and I'm the one just laughing it up. We'll get to it. I'm telling you, my girl, and I'm uh, hoping two Beverly Hills Kids will cause some weird problems. <laughs> we'll get to that one. Um, so, okay. Wait, hold on. I wanted to go up. Yeah, back yeah, on. I, I oh, yeah, Stephanie. The, the, Stephanie, yeah. um, she goes to the mall one day, and she sees a yeah, sign that says, Take it home now, pay later. Which is supposed to refer to credit cards. I'm like, it's oh. 1992. We all know what fucking credit cards are. <laughs> but that's what the sign was in the store. So she thought she could just take it home, and she steals it. And I, eventually she gets caught or something, and Bob Saget has to like come into her room and explain, you know, I guess the basic fundamentals of capitalism to her, buying, I mean, exchanging money for goods and I feel services. Like all of America could use a good sit down and a talk about the credit <laughs> yeah. system. Yeah. <laughs> Bring back the gold standard. Yes. Our special guest today on Full House, Ron Paul. Um, yeah, and I remember hilarious. just like the, the music would stop, and I'd be like, oh my God. And I am a huge fan of The Simpsons, huge fan of Seinfeld, yeah. and both of those rarely have those moments. Seinfeld almost never has Simpson, those moments. Uh, Simpsons definitely has more heart than Seinfeld. Like, yeah, and Seinfeld like, had a deliberate motto right. of yeah. no hugs, no learning. Yeah. And Full House is like, hugs, learning, right. with big check boxes next to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to, like, I remember thinking, I definitely liked it. I don't know why, because I feel like, uh, you know, st- other stuff we've gone on, like, on record talking about, you know, like say by the bell, like that was one of those. I think, I don't think this is going to necessarily be better than that or punky Brewster. I don't know. No, I think it was longer running. I think maybe over time it'll, it'll like, like, I think maybe the editing will be better. Cause those were, <laughs> those were both really shite, uh, editing at the beginning. Don't write checks. Your butt can't cash. That's true. We'll see. We'll find out. But here's like, my question to you. What do you think will annoy you the most? Uncle between, Oh, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> I'm gonna, oh, Jesus. It's going to be painful. I thought it's going to be like hard to watch. I got to be honest. I, I liked him as a, as a child. He, <laughs> he had that gopher voice or woodchuck. Yeah, he voice? had the woodchuck. Jesus Christ! And uh, so the mom's dead, right? Like they I, are I all like the I re- moms dead. Well, yes. <laughs> wow. I guess wow I, I'm sorry, everyone. <laughs> no, I guess my Bob Saget's wife is dead. Right, and that's why. And 
So here's and Uncle I Joey. Re- I feel is like we remember asexual. A lot he show. splits his cells and divides into an yeah. exact clone of himself. Yeah. And John Stamos is spreading herpes throughout the San Francisco Bay Area. I feel like this is this is one of those shows where. In the pilot that you know, rarely most people haven't really seen or don't remember. Right. They explain why everybody's living there, and then they never really talk about right. it. Like, okay, we got it. Dead wife, good. Never, good. Let's Everybody never bring this in. up again. Yeah, it seems like the kids have no problem with their dead dead mother. Let's just move on. There's definitely no residual feelings I, that you're going to have to deal with. <laughs> I see now why they had to set it in San Francisco, so they would have a legitimate reason why three families would have to share a house together. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Even though he like doesn't he work on TV? He's like or a morning show guy or something. Yeah, I guess if it's local, he wouldn't make that much money. But I mean, this is still the era where that would mean something. Damn it! Oh, morning got, yeah. personality. Do you have a soapbox you'd like to sit <laughs> on that I don't know about? By the way, I will be played by Ron Burgundy in this episode. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think this will be a giant piece of shit. I will probably be annoyed. <laughs> I will probably be annoyed by the children because I'm always annoyed by sure. children, especially when they're supposed to be precocious. And it looks like all oh, three yeah. of these fucking, especially people the beginning, are be they're all precocious. little. Yeah, yeah. We got an especially precocious Ocean Olsen thing going on here. But I'm I'm curious to see how that evolves. I feel like it's going to be somewhat like Urkel with them, where it's like uh, we'll give her a line or two, and then all of a sudden it's just all about her saying right. her yeah. fucking catchphrases. I can't. It's so, or I, I say her when it's two people. Yeah, that's true. It's so weird. Yeah. Okay. It makes sense. Child it makes la- sense, like in one balls. way, and then it's like, oh, now you got older, and we still have to see so both of you. We had a lot. Of, we had a lot of catchphrases in the show. We got. We got. How rude it was, Stephanie's. You got it, dude. Was uh, Michelle's? Uh, cut it out. Was one of oh, Joey. Didn't yeah. he have another one too? Uh, probably. Like, I mean, then, I feel like he's pretty much, if you cut him open, just catchphrases, wigs, and glasses come out. out. Uncle Jesse had Like, a, like a car horn, like an old-timey car horn there. <laughs> Chattering teeth. There's a boot for some reason. <laughs> an old manky boot. boot. Uh, on a fish hook. Yeah, Jesse had, uh... uh Being have, hot. Have that was mercy. his catchphrase. No, oh, he mercy. actually had a thing? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, and they then, all had one? And Bob Saget's catchphrase was arm around the shoulder and I know kids. Look. Yeah, or something like that. Yeah, he was definitely a straight. It's very straight funny man. that he was the straight man when he uh, on this show of all shows. Yeah. When he is just a foul-mouthed comedian. Yeah. <laughs> I believe I read an interview with him when he thought someone was like playing a prank on him when they asked him to be to on do the it. show. He's like, "Have you seen my act?" Or <laughs> he just looked like a dad, I guess. He like, does look like a yeah. dad. And that uh, I think is yeah. why it was so shocking when you see him cursing. Yeah. He looks like everyone's nice dad. Now, today, you know, these days, I don't have any problems with uh, Bob Saget or, or Stamos. Or, uh, I mean... Dave Coulier. He has this to, go see the- to apologize for and breaking Alanis Morissette's heart. Although it did give us that record. So That's true. That's pretty good. All right, Dave Coulier. You've got one under your belt. <laughs> Thank you for Jagged Little Pill. Now get the fuck out of here. Yeah, but also, do I blame you for the rest of her catalog? Or- <laughs> Thank you, India. Can I blame you for that? <laughs> All right, you want to watch this thing? We're going to yeah. watch the pilot for sure. We'll watch the last episode. I want to watch that credit card thing. Uh, I want to find the Beach Boys episode uh, where Jesse plays, Jesse and the Rippers plays oh, with Beach Boys. Oh, this sounds like a show where there's a lot of that fucking shit. Like, uh, yeah. what are the Beach Boys doing here? Would you mind coming to my San Francisco townhome and playing a show? <laughs> like that Chris sort of Martin, shit. Chris Martin, what on earth are you doing here? <laughs> um, what else? Uh, I think... We'll kind of just browse. Other than that, we'll kind of find what we can do. I, this is available on Amazon. Um, I 
you could probably find some illegal things, but I think legally it's it's available on Amazon. It might be on Hulu, but I don't have that, so I don't know. Hmm. Um, so yeah, we're gonna go watch those episodes. Uh, come, we're gonna take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Here we go. <laughs> We are. Hold on, I want to do. I want to do it. Yeah, we are back. Uh, we just watched four. No, five, like six. Yeah, no, not six. We watched five or the, six. The pilot initial. Yeah, well, the I don't well, know. Not it, the, it pilot. Wasn't the pilot. The first episode. Yeah. Apparently, there was an unaired pilot that we Danny read Tanner, about, but different. Did not Danny Tanner. Yeah, and we watched uh, the episode where uh, they meet the Beach Boys. Oh my God. We uh, watched the episode that you talked about before. The sweaters episode, which Sweater was titled Little, <laughs> Little Shop of Sweaters, which sounds like a joke until you realize there is, that is it. nothing keep, to it. Uh, we the, took a popular movie's name and replaced one of the words with an element from today's plot. We watched uh, the one where uh, Stephanie gets her ears pierced. Which was a li- season six. Yeah. yeah. And then, yeah, what was right. that called? Little Shop of Ears. <laughs> yes. Who yep. framed Roger Ears? <laughs> a few good ears. I can't think of anything right now. Usually, <laughs> I'm on top of it. I can't. I got nothing. The West Ears Wing. No, I I, blo- I fucked it up. I flew too close to the sun. <laughs> How the West was ears. There we go. Uh, and then the fa- finale, the final episode. Oh which, my god, which was insane. Yeah. Um. So comparatively, let's go through. Uh, okay, let's. You want to take turns? Um, yeah, I mean, I guess we'll set up. Uh, so I'll, I'll. You want me to do the pilot yeah, or the first episode? By all means. So the first episode opens with um, uh, Stephanie and TJ saying goodbye to their grandmother. Not me, the character. <laughs> Just so we know, this is gonna get weird. This is gonna get really confusing because I'm always saying my name. I'm always speaking in third I know, person. I know what's gonna clear this up. DJ. I will call the TV character DJ, and I will call you Candace Cameron. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> All right, thank you, Candace. Now moving on. Um, so the episode opens with DJ and Stephanie saying goodbye to their grandmother. And oh yeah, I forgot about that already. Don't, what a weird... don't forget, and they're like, "Grandma, Grandma!" Really, a fucking obnoxiously and hugging her, and she's like, "I don't want to leave you, but I have to go home." She was not nearly she as was... old as I've depicted her. Already. Basically, Granny Exposition is what <laughs> right? she was like setting up the whole thing. Um, and uh, then Danny is trying, who's literally pulling his kids off of their grandmother, um, says, "Mom, you got to go home. You've been here for three months." And me and me and Candace Cameron, while we were watching the show, we were both like. Three months, yeah. and then, uh, then they of course they walk away to like talk about and like you know you've been really helpful during this time, but you know you need to go home and say goodbye, you know, see dad. And I'm like, you've been away from your husband for three months. Um, they, they're doing remarkably well for having their mother have died just three. Months yeah, ago. they were very excited to see grandma. Yay! Yeah. And then they explained, yeah, that mom was dead. Yeah, but that Uncle Joey. And Uncle Jesse are on their way over. Mm-hmm. And they never fully explain why uh, this one woman has to be replaced with two grown men. Yeah, I mean, it seems like... Of uh, nominal relation to the kids. It seems like he asked. So, Jesse, Uncle Jesse is his uh, 
dead wife's brother. So it's his brother-in-law. Brother-in-law. And brother in dead. Brother and dead. Brother and dead. Law. When the sibling is dead, that's what you call them. And Joey, who they call Uncle Joey, is, is just uh, Danny's best friend. So the who just like, uh, your your theory is that he would just made an arrangement before the death <laughs> to stay well, over. Yeah, I don't know if I mean I I it seemed like they set it up like Joey was maybe not doing so hot in the money realm, and so like he just a free place to stay, and it worked out. You mean his comedy wasn't taking off? Well, I mean, I, I don't want to read into it too much, but I can't imagine why all those Because everything he says is fucking gold. That guy? He's a stitch. Oh, my God. Um, Go on. Sorry. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> I mean, it was pretty paper thin. Like, that was it. And then uh, Bob Saga goes to work. At this point, he was a sportscaster on, mm-hmm. on, on the news. Uh, he goes into work. And uh, then it sort of just turns into, like... Um, not quite three, three men and a baby. Yeah, three. We stages. couldn't afford the third man, so it's right. just two men and a baby, while two, you know, adolescent girls watch them. And it was, it was like, uh, it's, I don't know, it's actually not that crazy mm-hmm. in the terms of like sitcom. It's a very sitcommy thing where oh, they like, like sure. they. It's not how you, human beings act, but they don't know how to change the diaper. They can't so they figure like, out why the baby is crying. They so don't. They have, like yeah. rinse her down with the like the the sink and the sink uh, sprayer, the sprayer and then wrap and, her in paper towels. Yeah, and it's you know okay, like it's not like it's like you're. I know that you're. You don't have kids, but you're completely. <laughs> Idiotic. Have you ever seen a kid? <laughs> or did you just think they were like hobbits running around? But, you know, ostensibly it was supposed to be funny, but I was just kind of like, okay. I feel like I've seen this done better by multiple by the, different things. Know, it seems like something they did in Three Stooges. Really right. Um, yeah, yeah so and that, I mean, that's that's about it. And then Bob Saget comes home to realize... Oh, that's not about it. Bob Saget comes home to realize that they're, the house is a wreck. And, yeah. uh, you know, they've been changing... Michelle, the, who's the baby, mm-hmm. um, six thousand times that day, and that DJ has run away. Oh, right, I forgot. Yeah, the B B yeah. plot, um, C plot, or something. Yeah, um, A plot, mom dead. B plot, <laughs> baby, men moved in. <laughs> C plot, DJs moved out. But then Stephanie, the middle child, knows she knows something. Nobody asked me. Oh, she says Christ. when they when they ask. Here's what? the problem. Usually, some shows will have one precocious character. Yeah. This show tried to have eighty. I don't know. There's, well, ostensibly, I will count Uncle Joey as a precocious uh, character. Well, in that case, no. I mean, like the the kids are like. The baby at this point, Michelle, who is, you know, Mary yeah. Kate, played by Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen, like, she's a baby. Like, a for yeah, real she baby. Yeah, she is for real. She's a, a baby. very, very cute little baby. You can definitely see, like, oh, yeah, I see why they hired her. Yeah, she's very cute. She's got and then, huge eyes. She's and then, very, and she's very expressive for yeah, a baby. Yeah, and she smiles a lot. Yeah. And, the, and the, the, Stephanie is the cute little girl, like, mm-hmm. in, the, in the beginning. And then uh, um, DJ, who I like to call... Uh, DJ, um, right? <laughs> just to avoid. Thank you, music. Candace. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, she is kind of already uh, closer to the teen. Like she's not like. Yeah, she's ten. She's I a, think in the first episode. Yeah, she's a little girl. Not a not a like. She's not supposed to be like cute in the little kid sense, but. Um, eventually, so, oh yeah. So eventually, oh I'm, wait, 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 well, wait, wait, I was just wait, helping you finish. So, so they're oh, yeah. in, she's in the in the garage. They right, discover. they find out she's all the way downstairs in the garage. And uh, they 
try to get there's something else is going on oh yeah uh jesse has like a lover show up or something and vanessa he's sort of learning about himself that maybe he cares about these kids more than he cares about getting laid did he learn that in that episode because all he learned about all that happened was that he did not get laid that's true i don't think he learned anything he he um he knew he had to get DJ out of the garage before he could go back to Vanessa, so he paid DJ off to get out of the garage. And yeah. by the time she comes up, Vanessa's already gone, so he realizes that he wants his money back. But then, like, I don't know, Bob Sackett's like, oh, I can't, I don't know what to do. And then he just turns to DJ, and then, like, the fucking music starts. And oh, I was yeah. like, it, this really happened. It wasn't something I imagined. No. They actually played music in the background. Oh, yeah. And uh, he's like, what would your mom do if she were still here? And it's like, mm. ding, 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 ding. She would have known. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> they played the Charlie Brown. They played the Charlie Brown Christmas theme. <laughs> it's really weird. <laughs> there were just like 17 kids, one covered in dust. It's called Christmas Time is Here, and it's awesome. <laughs> and then the Who's came in. It was a very weird episode. It, yeah. Um, eventually, yeah, it was just like, ah, DJ learned fucking something, and they yeah. all learned fucking something. <laughs> DJ moved her shit back upstairs. Uh, I will say of all the episodes, not to get too far ahead of myself, like this was the one because they kind of talked about how their mom was gone and like they're gonna have to stick together and like all that kind of stuff. It got me a little. I will oh, say. did it? It got me a little. I won't say that it was like Hot because, the, because the rest of it was pretty ineffectual. Like <laughs> it didn't really like you didn't your you, your emotions were looking for anything. Yeah, what can we I'd, find? But, you know they're they're cute little kids, and uh, right. that must be really tough. And you can see how that would be tough on a single father, and like you know all that kind of stuff. So it was like, all right, I'll give you this. I'll give you this setup. I think my favorite line from this episode was when uh, Danny Tanner Bob Saget says to DJ after you know the little heart-to-heart moment they have near the end he says uh you're 10 years old and some of the best 10 years of my life and i thought your wife died during those 10 years it was, it was a weird selection she to just died too recently fresh on the brain maybe like she turned 10 and like since you turned 10 it's been pretty shitty but those first 10 years of your life she's 10 years old and three months right those three months were shit but the first 10 years were solid yeah it's all good all uh, right candace do you want to cover the next episode what was the next episode we watched was that um, we jumped to season two please call me jody sweeten <laughs> Um, so the next episode we watched was the Beach Boys. We jumped straight to the, I, it was earlier on than I realized the Beach Boys episode was in season yes. two. And it was um, just like we predicted, I feel like. It was very like, and the Beach Boys beach are boys. coming to town because I love beach the Beach Boys. boys. Do you the like beach the Beach boys? boys? And the Beach Boys are on the beach because they're boys that go to the beach. They're Beach Boys. Um, and they, so it started with, uh, Danny is now the host of a, this is, uh, Bob Saget, the main guy. He's, uh, the host of, uh, like wake wait, up, wait! Don't tell me. Wake up, San Francisco. It's like a morning show, and he's supposed to have the Beach Boys on, and uh, so they're re- he's really excited because he really likes them. And for some reason, DJ really likes the Beach Boys, even though she's 10, yeah. That was the big 11. like. That was the big sticker of like, oh my god, are we really gonna? It seems really like it's serving the plot more than it character is, to have her like the Beach Boys as well. It is no stretch that a forty-year-old uh, adult <laughs> male would would enjoy the Beach Boys, but it's very weird that an eleven-year-old in nineteen ninety-one, ninety, whatever, uh, would. Really, she's so excited yeah. to see them. So, uh, 
they are supposed to come on uh, his show, but they they can't fly into San Francisco because of the fog, which is a the second time the second time in the two episodes, the first two episodes we watched that somebody's plans get changed because of the fog. Yeah, uh, I don't. You know, there's some fog in San Francisco. Maybe that happens a lot, but maybe um, that's a very San Francisco yeah, reason. It is true to not fly out of something. Yeah, but I feel like they're very much like. Remember, we live in San Francisco. <laughs> We're like, yeah, okay, got, got it. it. Yeah. We saw the fucking theme song where you're they're ramming like, it down my they're throat. Like, they're just like mowing down on Giardelli chocolate. So they're like, yeah, okay. So we're just uh-huh. gonna, we it. see you by the Harvey Milk statue. Like Good a, job. A seal just scoots by. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. Um, I see all the rice you're making. <laughs> see, I got it. Gay rights. Lions, Good job. Seals. Sorry. Um, gay rights. <laughs> Proud of you. Great. Um, so... Uh, the the Beach Boys canceled. And they're they're sad, but you know they're kind of uh, moving along. And then uh, they're listening for or on the radio. There's a contest to win front row seats to see the Beach Boys, and the Beach Boys will come pick you up and take you to the concert. Just like any contest thing that happens. Rock and roll legends, you have to drive the limousine to come and get these people. I'm sure they weren't driving. <laughs> Uh, but they also like leave the limousine to go to the oh so fucking my glove drives he's like I, only I drive <laughs> so they um, DJ wins the contest of course and uh, she can only bring one person so some of the drama is who's she gonna pick and mm-hmm. she ends up picking Uncle Since Jesse everyone in the goddamn house likes the, be- beach, love the boys. beach boys the Beastie Boys is what you were about to say. <laughs> um, this it was is a double bill it was a double bill it was very, called the boys very the boys concert tour <laughs> and heavy D and the <laughs> Um, the uh, something really important to remember is this is Kokomo era, like right. full on. We're touring on the song Kokomo era Beach Boys. So, um, not vent- not that you thought this occurred in the <laughs> early '60s, I guess. But um, so they uh, this isn't a tour. They are not touring on Pet Sounds on this one. No, I no, thought no, I was sure. sure of it. This is post mental breakdown. <laughs> Brian Wilson. So they. Um, DJ decides to take Uncle Jesse, and that makes uh, their, her dad, Danny, very sad. Uh, eventually, they kind of do the, the cheesy music thing, and right. they resolve it. But then DJ's like, well, I'm not going because I'm going to make somebody sad, which is actually a pretty, uh, you know, pretty nice gesture. Stop defending her. <laughs> um, and then... Uh, the, the Beach Boys show up at their house. Yeah, they're like running to the door because they because th- th- uh, what's her name Sweetums Stephanie. Uh, Stephanie answers the phone and she says no no one's going so she tells the limousine to drive away yeah and they all run down no 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 wait 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 and they open the door and then all the Beach Boys are there yeah. to come to their door and pick them up <sighs> doing their very like I have a line now. Smiling, smiling, constantly after now it's the my line. turn to say a line. I'm a different guy that's behind the other guy who just talked. Smile. Contractually, I also have to have a line. <laughs> I have a hat. <laughs> so there was an odd assortment of hats. They like very... they, like the Full House producers was like, "Here's a funny hat bucket. Pick one out for yourself." No, I think that was their look. No, that, I that think era. it was too. Yeah. I'm sad to say, I yeah, agree. that was not thrust upon them. But it I definitely lo- looked like a shitty producer's like choice. I know what's funny. A skipper's hat. (laughs) Um, So they come in and just hang out with the Beach Boys, even though they they should be on their way, I would think. Yeah, and they jam 
at the fucking house. They jam, they play Kokomo twice, which yeah. is weird. They, we, we, it cuts to the jam session. They're singing Kokomo, and you're like, all right. I yeah. mean, I'd probably will rather sing any other song of yours, but okay. <laughs> this is fine. And then they stop, and they're like, all right, let's sing again. And then they start singing fucking Kokomo again. Yeah. I do kind of like that song. It's Literally not as good as anything <laughs> else. Nothing else. Um, and so, of course, they, oh, Beach Boy Huddle. Uh, they have to because they're like that's okay. kind of cute. I mean, in yeah. terms of like, let's they'll do. It looks like they'll just do anything. Let's do a Beach Boy huddle where they yeah. harmonize do, in do, a circle. Do, 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 do. And then uh, they just say, oh, okay, of course you can all come. We'll we'll let you all in. And of course, the tour manager's like, hey, thanks for fucking letting me know how many comps I had to get you jackasses so um, we don't have any more seats so you'll have to just wait in the wings which they do so they're at they feel free to have as much cantaloupe as you want though (laughs) uh we have vegan tacos brian wilson is very specific about that um they have uh they're they kind of cut to it seems like real concert yeah it looks like a real concert footage and they have they're like we're gonna bring up the tanner family which i'm sure everybody in the audience is like what the fuck are you talking about? Why? I don't know. Was that a big sitcom by that point? I know. Well, it was the first season sort of failed, okay. but then they moved it after Perfect Strangers, and it started oh, to do yeah. well. But I'm sure that concert was probably filmed in the summertime, since right. it was probably in the first half of the season. Right. So people in that stadium were probably like, "What the fuck is this? Is this? Oh, those are those people from that failed sitcom. That show uh, I don't watch." So they get them up on stage and they're singing uh, Barbara Ann and then... Yeah, finally they sang a song you liked, but off-key because there was a bunch of non-singers and a bunch of families that were not into the Beach Boys harmonies. I'm a little more snobbish than than many people about that kind of thing, but like, hey, I love this song. You know what I'd really love? (laughs) If people that aren't professionals got on stage and sang it. Um, so I'm already at a concert where there's a bunch of wind blowing and probably a drunk person next to me. <laughs> so I'd really love to add as many variables into this song as possible. Can you get that precocious little girl to sing Barbara Ann? Could we have a sound sing? problem, maybe? <laughs> One of the mics going out? So, yeah, they do that. That's that's the kind of the finale of that one. And then yeah. we moved on to your favorite episode. The uh, sweater episode. The one, the few episodes I actually remember watching. Yeah, Midsummer, Midsummer Night Sweater, I think it's called. <laughs> Cagnian Sweater. <laughs> um, you see, because we added the word sweater into it. Yeah. See, Lacey, Fine. the pun is, it's not Lacey, it's Sweater. Roger, for the last fucking time, that's not a pun. <laughs> um, <laughs> I really like these characters. I'm sorry, everybody. Uh, We're going to so, be starting a new radio show that is just starring those <laughs> people who don't know. Roger, how to puns. the writer for the title, the episode titler for Full House. Another favorite character. Um, so in this episode, it's Valentine's Day. Now, how you're probably wondering how I knew it was Valentine's Day. They said it at least seven times in the first three minutes of the goddamn episode. Happy Valentine's! And then someone would walk in with more presents, and they'd be like, Happy Valentine's! Now, apparently in the Tanner household, Valentine's Day is really like Christmas, because everyone yeah. was getting wrapped gifts right in the morning. I will say, sometimes my parents will get me I think a little my- gift for valentine's day my mom would give me like a dvd maybe yeah yeah exactly i mean it was mostly candy like they give us little candy because she knew i wasn't getting laid she's like oh it does like this is a little bit of an aside but like the valentine's day reminded me like sitcoms like the this kind of sitcom that we were talking about a little bit before the break and uh this is sort of like a very uh 
prototypical or not pro like a very like stereotypical kind of this sitcom. They they're like made for people who only watch for ten to fifteen seconds at a time. So when they co- <laughs> so when they come back, someone who's making sandwiches for their yeah, kids when they come back when lunch. the toast is done, they come back and they're like, oh, it's Valentine's Day. <laughs> That's cute. And right. they're like, well, you know, we already said it 15 fucking times in this episode. The primary audience for Full House is someone who has hearing aid whose battery is dying. <laughs> that's that's the, the primary demographic what we're going for like here. What it sounds like in this house is a Full House on blaring in the background and then... <laughs> which is the sound of their hearing aid. Valentine! Day! Sure looks like it's Valentine's Valentine's Day to explain all the presents. (laughs) Um, So everyone's getting presents. I can't remember who the fuck got what, but important. The important thing is is that DJ Tanner won't shut up about this goddamn uh, royal blue sweater, and she gets. Thank you for using her last name. (laughs) No problem. Um, And we also learned that Michelle doesn't know how to open presents. Right. She just likes the bow. Well, that's that's actually pretty. Pretty standard for kids. She's still only like two. In I this. refuse to take up for children. Yeah, they're, they're you fucking idiot. There's something inside the box. <laughs> they're pretty dumb. At this age. <laughs> you and that is not how you spell cat. Yeah, <laughs> you know it's a C. You know it's a C. And you know it faces the other direction. <laughs> um, you can't just switch between capital and lowercase letters. God damn it! <laughs> and why do you spend so much time switching crayons between each letter? Punky Brewster font. Uh, I just came flashing back to me. I got angry. (laughs) You just said (laughs) PTSD. Flashback. Um, So she gets the fucking sweater. And then, I don't know, something may have happened in between these scenes. But she comes back from school. And she uh, really likes the sweater. It's a royal blue sweater. She loves it. She can't get enough. Um, Well, (laughs) this is a very odd story. But she was playing soccer during recess. She... Stay with me. (laughs) She's playing soccer during recess. She takes off the sweater because she doesn't want to get it sweaty. Reasonable. Um, And uh, the 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 groundskeeper runs over it with a lawnmower, (laughs) and so it's in three pieces now. Now you're probably wondering why would the lawnmower be the 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 groundskeeper has. 16 hours of daylight, only 30 minutes of which are the kids outside. <laughs> not to mention the fact they're not even at the school from 4 till right. day, dusk. Not to mention, like, Saturday? they're right there. Sunday? I imagine she didn't, like, run to another soccer pitch to put her sweater <laughs> down. They're right there, and you ran over it. Maybe I really think he's the one who should buy that. Yeah. Stuff. Also, take it to your teacher and be like, "Your fucking groundskeeper ran over this." Don't make it into a class thing, but just mention like he ran over it. <laughs> what I, did I? Well, make it into I mean, a class I just thing? feel like the fucking groundskeeper <laughs> makes it seem like you're you better than a he lot is. Into my fucking, I will makes say. it seem like you're higher than he or she <laughs> is. I don't think that was a classist curse, mm. but maybe it was. This is San Francisco. We're talking about ingrained Liberals. social things here. Um, <laughs> I'm tired of your inside the beltway. There's no beltway. Oh. That's Washington, D.C. Yeah. Inside the bridge system. You've got a lot of bridges. Inside the bay. It's hilly. Is there a system built around the hills? East of... Uh, Mission District. (laughs) I don't know. You got those burritos or whatever. Um, Lombard. Let's make sure we cover all the San Francisco. Chinatown. (laughs) 
I am almost out. Trolley. MTA. Ooh, I already said sea lions. I Wait, no, Bart. I meant Bart. Sorry. The Bart wharf. is the one. Yeah, yeah. Wharf is good. Fisherman's Wharf. The the throwing fish. No, that's Seattle. Um anyway. Anyway. Her plan is because her father bought this as her gift, DJ's plan is to go to the mall and just buy another one. Kimmy Gibbler. DJ Tanner? It's okay, I'm this is my last time. Okay. <laughs> DJ Tanner, sorry. Okay. You this may have happened to you when you were your sweater was run over. Um me, Candace Cameron, Jody, slash Jody Sweet. Slash Jody Sweden slash Mary Kate Olson <laughs> slash Ashley Olson. Um, they decide to go to the mall and replace the sweater without uh, Bob Saget knowing. A Kimmy Gibbler fan favorite comes over with eleven bucks, um, which is actually really sweet. They they keep painting uh, Kimmy as like she's supposed to be the weird, right? She's DJ's friend and she's supposed to be really weird and and they kind of make fun of her all the time. And you know, and it seems like a good nature ripping keep- sort of thing. But like she's like, uh, there's only been a. Cu- I'm, granted, we only watched a small sample, right? But, like she's not that weird, and she's also like really nice like she helps the little girls out which like they tell her friend's me, little sister and she's really nice yeah, to them let's all cool it let's yeah. stop ragging on her yeah they tell me how weird she is more than they actually show me how weird she is yeah which is as we, i mentioned when we were writing that the best kind of writing is <laughs> tell don't show that's what i always say like a greek drama yeah. just have a messenger come in and tell us how weird kimmy gibbler's being <laughs> and then run out again <laughs> Um, so, uh, they pool their money together. Kimmy, uh, Jody Sweetums throws in some money and then DJ Phillips, uh, gives her money. <laughs> um, and, uh, they go to the mall to the store that it's like, there's rocking music. Yeah. They always have mall music, which I enjoy. And just like, it's like a store that no one's ever been in. It's like green and purple inside. <laughs> and, uh, there's, a sale. <laughs> there's a sale in a wacky font. Yeah. Um, and they see the sweater and they realize, Oh my God, it's $80. We can't cover this. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but then sweetie pies notices a sign that says buy now, pay later. Yeah. Which you remembered. Which I remembered because it's so stupidly worded. <laughs> and she, you know, asks the the sales keep. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Excuse me, shopkeep. <laughs> now who's classist? Yeah. Mm. Um, she asks her, what's shop- that mean? And she's like, oh, it just means you don't have to pay for it right now. It's called credit. And... That's enough. Uh, still, really, like Can everyone. I wipe my hands. That's. The, that's I think the that, that explains it to you, six-year-old girl. Yeah. Um. It was another instance of like everyone talking in a way that only serves the plot, not yeah. how anyone would actually talk. Right. Um. So of course, being a six-year-old child, she <laughs> interprets that to mean I can take the sweater and pay for it later. Right. Uh, which she does. And luckily, because of timing, someone else is walking out the door at the same time. So the alarm seems to be setting off for the other customer. And, right. they get and away. she Stop gets away. Free. Yeah. Um, and then when they get back to the house, she tells DJ, like, oh, I got you this way. Yeah, they don't. She was late. They left to go look at something else. So they didn't realize. She's right. Stephanie exactly. Sorry. Yeah. And they get back and she tells DJ, I got you this sweater. And they're like, you stole the sweater. Stealing's wrong. Am I going to jail? Oh, my God. And then uh, Bob Saga comes up and he's like, hey, girls, I want to take you out for a Valentine's Day dinner. Make sure you wear that beautiful sweater, DJ. I can't wait to see you in it. And uh, she has to wear the sweater, but she can't get the tag off. Yeah. This was... I realized you know? that this didn't pay off at all, other than... I guess it did, because 
so the whole thing was the tag still on it. They're the, oh, the yeah. like little magnetic bar. And so she rolls it up. She rolls it up and then convinces Bob Saget that that's the style now. So he rolls up his sweater and then Uncle yeah. Jesse's like, what are you doing? And then he's like, it's the style, man. And it's just weird. Yeah. Oh, Uncle Jesse like tries to tell his girlfriend he loves her. And oh, yeah. Bet, this is our first. It seems like she appeared probably in previous episodes. But this is our first. Yeah, she works with Bob Saget. Yeah. Future um, Aunt Becky. Lori Laughlin plays Aunt Becky. Yeah. She works with Bob Saget as the co-host on the Jimmy Jack show. <laughs> and uh, I think that's how she's introduced to Uncle Jesse. Right. From what I read. Yeah. In the literature. <laughs> the Full the, House canon. The accompanying pamphlet. The Full House apocrypha. <laughs> um, I read the of <laughs> Full House. The compendium. J.R.R. Tolkien wrote a lot more on the Full House universe than you expected. <laughs> this really helps. This enriches the universe in and, a lot of ways. Aunt Becky, daughter of <laughs> well, Aunt Slecky. Their the, names always sounded alike. You have to remember that. The weird thing is she's a demigod, actually. <laughs> but in the guise of an old man. Right. Yeah, that's yeah, the thing. Yeah. That's, why she, that's why Aunt Becky can fight a Balrog. Right. <laughs> That's why that's a good pairing. For How a many fight. people that are listening to this followed us through that whole thing? That I we think just a lot did. more than you'd expect. Yeah, probably. <laughs> um, we appreciate you, nerds, fellow nerds. Okay, <laughs> moving on. So anyway, that's the story and whatever. Fuck that. I'm not even going to talk about it. Yeah. Uh, so they go back to the mall trying to write the what's wrong, man. Right. And they set off the alarm, and the sales keep is immediately like, hey! She realizes what's going on, and then they call the parents. They call the parents, and uh, then we learn a valuable lesson about stealing. Yeah. They come in, and they, they assume that, that it's they're falsely accusing her, but then uh, Jody Sweetums right. is like, yeah, uh, actually... Yeah. Accept it as her name now. <laughs> actually, that was my goal. That was my goal. I actually uh, did steal it, and then they're like, oh, yeah. and then Kids. And then, of course, at the end, they, you know, he's like, you got to come to me when you're in trouble. And yeah, uh, they, they turn it around. It's a less teachable right. moment. Teachable moment. President Obama learned a lot from this show, how to make a teachable Third, moment. It was the, the, or the fourth episode we watched was this one. Ear was, piercing? Yes, ear piercing, which is, uh, we skipped forward quite a bit for this one. We are now in episode. This is season six. Season six, episode 20 or something like um, that. Episode um, 89. Stephanie wants to get her ears pierced because the cool kids come over Jennifer and Jennifer, which is really funny because my sister's name is Jennifer, and she dresses like like DJ did at height of height of crazy <laughs> hairspray hair and like sort of like these right. girls did. Uh, so I enjoyed that. Um, and one of the girls is the girl who plays Topanga on Boy Meets World, right? Uh, yeah, whose name I already forgot, even though I looked her up because I was like, I'm pretty sure that's Topanga. So what I also liked about jumping ahead this far was like watching the. Um, the theme song, the opening credits, struggling under the weight of the ever-growing cast of characters. Well, it's funny because it actually got shorter, but... Well, the song got shorter, but the list of people list of like people. they had to get yeah. through was enormous. Because hey. they had to get through the three men, the three men at the center of the story. Yeah. Uh, Can you Michelle? pose smiling weirdly quicker? Yeah. Because we've got a lot of names to get <laughs> we gotta, through. we got to get through this. Yeah. Stare at the camera weirdly. <laughs> uh, DJ, and then Stephanie, and then uh, Mary Kate and Ashley. Then we had to go to DJ's boyfriend, Kimmy Gibbler, Lori Laughlin, the two yeah. twin boys. I was like, Jesus Christ, guys. <laughs> uh, did, did you say DJ's boyfriend? Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
So, but I, w- I was like, who the fuck is that? I turned yeah. to you and asked. He's like, DJ's boyfriend. It's DJ's boyfriend. Now, to be clear. Not your boyfriend. I'm super totally not gay. You never. Although you did say something gay about John Stamos. Hey, well. I believe the quote was, I'd fuck him. I, I stand by that. I, First season Stamos. DJ Phillips stands season. by his reporting. Solid. He's a handsome man. And yeah. I'll tell you, I wouldn't kick him out of bed for eating yogurt. Just right, between- you know what I'm <laughs> Um... Topical. Okay, so topical yogurt. Topical. Yogurt. What? Okay, so you want to just put it on your face, rub it in. Rid topical. Of all your zits. Okay, so uh, J- Stephanie's friends come over. Uh, they're the cool girls, and yeah, they just drop by despite them not explicitly being friends. Yeah, they, it's clear that they don't like each other at all, right. which is weird. But anyway, so Stephanie wants to be cool, and she wants to get her ear pierced. She's not allowed to get her ear pierced because uh, she has to be in junior high. That's what DJ did. Yeah, and so uh, that's going to be important. Eventually, she uh, decides uh, Kimmy Gibbler uh, and. That's fan out, favorite helping out her friend's little sister again. what a fucking deranged lunatic she has a piercing gun and so she comes over and pierces stephanie's ears which you know like in the realm of sitcom may be kind of weird but i mean like i knew like kids that did that right pierced yeah their ears. so um and everyone of course is like oh you like kimmy gibbler put a hole in your body yeah and then just laugh <laughs> you mean um, that nice girl that comes over all the time yeah <laughs> she seems sweet what a fucking bitch. She <laughs> gave your daughter like 20 bucks to, <laughs> to try and solve her problem. So, um, she's crazy. What a lunatic. So, she is loyal like a dog. <laughs> Speaking of, Comet makes occasional oh, appearances. Starting to get into that Punky Brewster dog territory where he's just hanging out and all practically talking. Now, they did keep it like more like a dog. Like he's. Does, isn't a super dog. Right, like, but I mean, Michelle was giving it, was practicing tea with him and said, true. you know, you want one lump or two? And the dog barks like two barks. And I was like, okay, back off I for, already. I must have zoned out during you that You did. I, did. I, I was like, I, I know what this is. <laughs> so this, we have, this actually is the same dog that played Airbud. Correct. Yeah. He went on to star in other things, unlike Jody Sweetens. Oh, come on. Was now. that too much? She had drug problems. Let's oh, see. now you make me feel bad. I, I knew that, but I'm pretending I didn't. Yeah, I actually didn't read that this time, but I think I read that like years ago. So. Yeah, she did. Um, so Sorry, everyone. Anyway, so she gets her ears pierced, and then she's kind of hiding it from because she, she realizes Kimmy tells her that she has to keep her studs in for six weeks so that the ear holes don't close back up. And uh, so she's kind of hiding it. She has Princess Leia hair at one yeah. point, which is kind of funny. And then um, funny is a stretch. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's um, like if you're in a desert and you stumble across a puddle of water. <laughs> it's just like, look at this ocean. I'll take anything at this point. I will bury my face in this. This is great. Um, eventually, uh, her ears kind of get infected mm-hmm. and, uh, Michelle tells DJ, she made her promise not to, Stephanie made Michelle oh, right, promise yeah. not to tell her dad, but she didn't promise not to tell DJ. So DJ comes in. Loophole. Good job, Michelle. And DJ is kind of like, you should go to the doctor. That's pretty serious. Which um, means she has to tell Bob Saget. Right. And, uh, he... Laughs at first because he couldn't believe that she would go behind his back, and then right. he's mad, and then and then he's like, "Well, you know, I told you to, you'd have to wait." And then <sighs> she's like, uh, uh, "I'm a different person than DJ. You should really treat me differently." And uh, he's like, right. That's true. That was an odd lesson to learn. It seems it weird. weird. 
And then he kind of turned it back around because, like, why do you want to get your ears pierced? To be like the cool girls. And he's like, well, don't you want to be an individual? And I have no idea what the resolution of that was. They went to the doctor because she's going to fucking die. Because her ears are going to fall off. Yeah. Um, That's pretty much it. Oh, Oh, don't forget Uncle Jesse and uh, Lori Laughlin went to go get their kid's haircut. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. And that was also a fucking ordeal. Jesse doesn't want to do it because he's a fucking rock star. He wants to keep his kid's hair long. Yeah. But they really need to keep their hair cut. So Uncle Joey This was literally half the episode. (laughs) Yeah, it was a lot. Yeah. Uncle Joey says that he has an uncle that cuts kids' hair. He has, like, a kid's barbershop. So they finally, after much convincing, go there and... Well, now I don't know if you got this feeling, but the guy who played Uncle Jasper—I mean, he seemed familiar to me. Yeah, I can't like place. I can't, I can't what put my actor, finger on it. But like an actor who's known for doing re- weird voices. Hey, speaking of Joey Gladstone uh, <laughs> slash Dave Coulier slash Uncle Jasper, <laughs> we never got to cut it out. He never. Yeah, in all the episodes we picked, we never got to cut it out. It just happened. Just so happened that we missed his. We did see. Dr. Woodchuck or whatever. And Jesus. The, oh, and Uncle Jasper. The crazy barber or yeah, whatever. That's weird. Okay, Jesus so, Christ. I, every time I so, l- gave an audible moan whenever he came on screen. Yeah. I was like, ah, oh, here's Uncle Joey. Jesus Christ. So did... Uh, okay, in the show... Like, obviously, that was Dave Coulier playing Uncle Jasper. But, like, was that supposed to be Uncle Joey dressed up? No, I think it was Uncle Jasper. Okay, okay. It was... I, I was like... If this is supposed to be him living a double life, <laughs> this is fucking but weird. Now I've changed my answer. I think it's supposed to be Uncle Joey because that's more. Because it was more like he had a legit like kids barbershop. It had like toys right. all around and like that you could sit on a dolphin to like a like a you know like. A, and he only pretends he doesn't have money just because he just wants to live in a. Right, house he has a really pretty lucrative business and he's on TV all the time. Even though, <laughs> okay. um, yeah. So th- then the roles reverse where Lori Laughlin doesn't want to get her hair yeah. her kids hairs cut because um you know they're growing up so fast blah 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 and then they get their hair cut and it's fine yeah he does uh uncle jasper cuts their hair while they're arguing about it and they're like okay we're ready to do it and he's like good because we're done yeah uh, which was you know all right and then uh that was pretty much it right that's for that episode Oh, that, uh, stephanie uh there's a little boy that she's no no that's a no that's episode. the last episode that's the last episode weird that was the last episode? Okay. So, <laughs> was a, I, I actually, I, I mean, we don't have to talk about it. We can talk about it after you sum it up. Or I sum it up? Sum up the yeah, last I think episode? Yeah, I think it's your turn. Well, the last episode was a two-parter. We didn't bother fucking watching the first half. No. But what they apparently happened? They pretty much happens, summed it up. Last time on Full House. Yeah. Um, last time on Hannibal. What if Mads Mikkelsen had to do all the narration? Last time on Full House. <laughs> anyway, so it what we find like out a sweater, is that... but it's actually made of people. <laughs> It is cut in three to represent the three realms of my soul, or whatever. <laughs> anyway, uh, we find out that Michelle is really into horseback riding all of a sudden, whatever. And We uh, did skip ahead. Yeah, no, I'm not faulting the show, yeah. but I'm just like, oh, here's another this, new least. element. <laughs> and um, she's into horseback riding. She starts to get into a sort of... Uh, competition with another girl but mostly it's danny getting into competition with this girl's mother and they both sort of push their kids it looks like they have a friendly moment and they just go out horseback riding for fun fun. but the horse just like bonnie bell and gone with no end the horse won't jump over the things michelle falls off the horse knocks her head out Mm -hmm. well no 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 no, no. sorry she's knocked out i'm not a doctor (laughs) (laughs) Um, are you sure she bumps her head she gets Wait for it, amnesia. 
Yes. Uh, and uh, uh, that's where the episode begins, is yes. that Michelle is in the hospital she doesn't and she remember doesn't anybody. remember people. Yeah. So fucking shitty. Yeah, well, yeah, it's a very sitcom tropey thing. Even, and I, even I, by I this think point. I actually owe you $5 because I did bet you that she, she would be cured by a bump on the head. Right, that's true. <laughs> but she um, wasn't. She wasn't. She was so, cured by, well, I'll. The I power of it. love? I can't remember <laughs> it what was it was. Herself. Oh, Jesus. In which they got. Um, okay. Well, they got a little known actress known as whichever the other twin was yeah. that wasn't working at the time. Anyway, so the whole episode is everyone trying to jog Michelle's memory. Yeah. Um, meanwhile. Which I thought was like a perfect setup for like a, a clip show. Right. I remember the first time that we entered this house. Yeah. But they actually didn't. I mean, to either their Dutch or credit i'm not really sure because it wasn't effective either way no it was not um yeah they and it starts to get like a little aggressive like everyone will be in her bedroom just like telling her do you remember this do you remember this i'm like leave the fucking girl alone and it's really like uh you know to be fair to she did have head trauma yeah but uh she's like kind of not only can't remember people but she's kind of like not a human being anymore. dismissive of their yeah she's interests. like i guess i must have just loved you but i don't anymore right i mean not that i d- i doubt that they went you know too deep into research but i did uh, know someone who uh had head trauma and she like her personality changed like wow she, like was so like like i said i don't think they did a lot of research for this but did it a twin happen. of herself representing her memory appear to her? You know, that did happen. I didn't, I didn't remember that until you just said that. So, yeah, that's how she remembers eventually skipping way ahead. Wow, you really jumped. Don't forget that uh, Jody Sweetie Pies, um, yeah. she's practicing Hamlet with a boy. and they Or not Hamlet. That's not a kissing play. Romeo and Juliet, yeah. I think, with a boy. And uh, he always skips the kissing part, but then finally he doesn't. And they yeah. kind of make out. So she's kind of got a boyfriend, kind and of. And DJ wants to go to the prom, but yeah. her boyfriend, I guess, that we met last season, yeah, is, is no longer... I think he's in college. Yeah. And so she doesn't have anyone to go with, so there, therefore she is not allowed to go to prom, apparently, for the I logic mean, of this show. You know, I, yeah. I understand the logic of it, yeah. but it's like, you have friends. Right. If you want to go, fucking go. Yeah. Um, but she can, and then she finally decides she will. Also, she's like 22 at this point, so... <laughs> She finally decides she will because uh, Michelle realizes that everyone's staying home because of her or something. Yeah. And don't, you know, stay home on my account. Blah, 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 blah. Anyway, they eventually have bo- both the fucking Olsen twins on screen at the same time. Thank you. One God. representing finally. the memory version of Michelle Tanner. Jesus Christ. And uh, one representing normal one. And they hug and then they, I guess, turn into the same person again. Yeah, she, she remembers. She begins to remember. Um, and then instead of just like telling everybody, she like goes downstairs and then just makes references to, Hey, I told you that last week. And then hey, like, last this, week and this and then, yeah, it was a really like sort of, ah, let's get this over with. Yeah. And then they all kind of quiz her a couple times on yeah. things if she remembered and then they celebrate and then that's it. And that's the end of this series. of series. Now, I don't think it was necessarily meant to be a series finale. Yeah. Um, because it sounds like even though they were doing pretty well, ABC had to cancel it because production values were skyrocketing. Probably because they have twenty five thousand people in their cast. Yeah, and I'm sure like you know most of those like all all of the original cast members stayed with it, so their salaries must have gone right. up like exponentially. So like. Uh, it just got too expensive, I'm sure. Then they were like... Eh. Um, and I think then the other other channels, I think the WB was interested in picking it up. Yeah, but they've they reached were their like, sy- long reached their syndication. Right. Then I think, and- I think John Stamos was the first to go, 
I'm just going to do other things. Yeah. Like this yogurt commercial in yeah, 20 like, years. What else? <laughs> um, it he's was a very... Th- he's doing He's stuff. doing fine. The he Rippers was married. went on tour. The Rippers. Jesse oh, and the Rippers. That? Okay. No. All right. We didn't see that episode. I just remember that. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that was the end of the show. Yeah. So, obviously... And then were, the Olsons became fucking billionaires. Yeah, they're literally billionaires. Um, and then we watched. I would couple- not have seen that coming. And then my favorite part of the thing uh, today is we watched a couple episodes of Very Mary Kate, which is a which web is series that has nothing to do with Full House, other than it's a person portraying an Mary adult, Kate Olson. Mary Kate Olson, and it's it's not very flattering, but it's really funny. <laughs> it is really funny. Um, and each episode is a minute. Watch it; it's really funny. Yeah, um, watch a few. So okay. Uh, oh, theme song. Oh, the fucking theme song. The theme song, I think, was written by Mitt Romney, maybe? I, it was just like, everything about it was just like, remember the good old days? Remember? It was really obnoxious. It starts with, I mean, the famous first line is, whatever happened to predictability? The sun, well, we already sang it at the beginning. Yeah. The big, big TV. Don't you and remember when things like, were simple? When you were a child, you mean? Yeah. When, in the 50s, when <laughs> black people weren't around to be on, on TV to express their discontent with being oppressed? Whatever happened to the lack of female suffrage? <laughs> Whatever happened to the Dred Scott decision? <laughs> Whatever happened to LGBT invisibility? Whatever happened to the Monroe Doctrine? <laughs> Wait, no, the Monroe Doctrine's fine. Maybe, yeah. I don't know. Unless, you know. unless you're not into manifestos. If you're a Native American, it's Ooh, not so yeah, great. Maybe. Yeah, um... Whatever happened to the Nuremberg Laws? <laughs> it was just like, okay, we get it. Yeah. I'm sorry. And that's the funny thing about TJF is that all the songs were the fucking same. Family Matters pretty much follows the same fucking template yeah. as this theme song, which is what theirs starts out with. Um, uh, it's a rare condition in this day and age. Why am I doing this voice? <laughs> <laughs> to read like- any good news on the newspaper page. Right. Like, oh, boo-hoo. Yeah. Oh, stuff's gotten so bad. Although, in the 80s, it got pretty bad. Yeah, well, <laughs> in the 90s, it got pretty good. So why don't you stop fucking complaining? <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's kind of weird. I, it seems like they're all like kind of hearkening back. To you know, like, and, and it's like, are you hearkening back to sitcoms of old, like fa- right. family value sitcoms? Was that lacking in the eighties, like in the early eighties or something? I'm wondering. I'm thinking I think, of a more like like general. I don't know because kind of I feel like it's hard to say because I feel like the eighties was full of just normal, forgettable yeah. sitcoms, and there were some like edgy sitcoms. Yeah, but I don't know what Full House and Family like, Matters are, they, are what reacting are they railing to? against. Like, yeah, just like general nostalgia, like which are not they're you know. Pro Whatever general. happened to women cooking me dinner by the time I get home? <laughs> Whatever happened to the Missouri Compromise? <laughs> uh... I'm seeing with American history here. It doesn't have to be. You know, it can be anything you want. Whatever uh, happened to Stalinism? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, uh, that's just great. So, uh, Whatever happened to that kid in Tiananmen Square? Oh, uh, what did it? Now it's just, now it's just naming things. <laughs> we don't know. It's not even... Yeah. That, I, he was that fine. happened yet? I don't think that had happened yet. That was 88! I don't know. Okay. Anyway, um, I was going to say another year, and then I was like, Damon, my brain just kicked in. I was like, you have no idea. Stop talking. It's no DuckTales, but it is a really catchy song. Uh, 
everywhere you look. But it also is like any song. <laughs> I well, feel like and we noticed that when we were singing it before, we were recalling it. We skipped the chorus, which is yeah, everywhere you look, everywhere There's you no look. Good job. Somebody Way to hold on to the part. I'm glad we got split. That was good. I, got it. I, I saw um, what you were doing. I could see it in your eyes. <laughs> you knew I was like, he's going to go for that. You keep place. it. I'm going to go. <laughs> I, we, you can't see, but we were doing hand signals. I was conducting him. Um, so There's actually a third man in here all the time who just points at us when we're supposed to talk. Sing. People love it. Go. You hold on to the vowel and you beatbox. This is it. We, we don't have live ratings, but somehow we know that people are loving this right now. <laughs> So, uh, uh, what People else? are live tweeting the podcast that's not out yet. <laughs> we should do. We gotta do a live episode at some point. Um, no, we don't. Um, <laughs> no rush. No rush. Dozens of people are waiting for it. Um, Tens of people <laughs> might be mildly curious. <clears throat> It'll be free. Um, so... <laughs> Just listen to it. <clears throat> so, uh, I guess, are we at verdict of time? I think so. Is there anything else we need to cover? We, we remembered a lot about this. Uh, uh, I mean, I, I was a change from usual. We, we, we went into it thinking it was going to be in the Punky Brewster territory. I think it was much better than Punky Brewster. This is like high art by comparison to right. Punky <laughs> right. Brewster. This uh, is King Lear compared yeah, to Punky Brewster. It really is. Um, uh, well, so y- what? You go first. Well, I didn't watch this show, but I would say that anyone who did watch this show is still an idiot. It's not Punky Brewster bad, but this is right. a bad show. It is. It was almost like just sort of like sit, the sitcom style. Just I don't even I don't even think it's fair to say spinning its wheels. Like they were hearkening back to like mid sixties sitcoms, just like where nothing happened and everything is back to the status quo at the end yeah. of the thing. It is. It's just... also very high gimmick. Right. Without really explaining. Near the end, when all these people are in this fucking house, I'm like, some of you fuckers have got to move out. (laughs) Uncle Jesse, you have four people in your family. Get out of this house. This house. It's too full. (laughs) And uh, we have to talk about... This is a full house. No, seriously. Some of you are going to have to fucking pay rent. We have to talk about the... Well, I'll give my verdict to it. My inner child was an idiot. Let's be honest. Um, It actually wasn't nearly as bad as... This, you know, watching it today that I thought it was going to be. I will say that. Wait, like, what? I thought it was, you know, like, watching it and growing up, I liked it. <clears throat> and then thinking about it in the past, I'm like, oh, that's terrible. I don't know why right. I liked it. And thinking today, I was like, this is going to be god-awful, like we said at the beginning of the show. It wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Right. But it was still bad. And It was very bad. I shouldn't have watched Nobody should have watched this. No this one... should not have been a phenomenally successful show. No. Uh, if I, if all things being equal, which they're not, um, whatever happened to <laughs> segregation? Um, whatever happened to whites only water fountains? Yeah, it's very, it's a very specific nostalgia. Like, uh, right. anyway, sorry. Um, <laughs> not everyone who has nostalgia for the past is racist. Um, mm. no, I, I don't, I think there is, I, gets, well, we don't have to get into this. Why not? We got some time. Um, <laughs> I, I feel like sometimes white telling people, us we have more time, so. White, expound on race, says the producer. Um, I don't know. I think sometimes white people, we have a habit of forgetting how it was going for every, everyone else. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Like, hey, I remember the 50s pretty nice. Oh, I know. Well, and it comes, there is a true, like, age, like, discrimination thing that comes, not discrimination, but, like, 
discrepancy that comes with like you were a kid in the 50s right like, like I, I things were really so fond- much simpler in the 80s in the early 80s remember like yeah. we just hung out and we sort of play with our yeah. legos all the time kids could do whatever they wanted and we're like well, could you ronald reagan that? sort yeah. of took a nap in the middle of the, the, the afternoon <laughs> and then went to go see roger rabbit didn't that was, happen to everyone it was fine yeah unless you lived in grenada yeah Fuckers, the Falklands, <laughs> suck on it. <laughs> so uh, there is a Netflix reboot coming out. Oh, it's Jesus out. Christ! This annoys me more than anything. Is it this year or next year? It's coming out soon. Yeah, or they're, maybe they're just. They've announced it. it. Yeah, it's coming out in Fuller House. So I gonna guess everyone's going to have to clear their schedules. Yeah, you got to binge watch that one. Get all those. De- no, I meant the gonna- actors. In oh, the- yeah. <laughs> they're going to have to clear their schedule. Well, the Olsen twins were like, no. And, you know, honestly, I don't blame them. Like, yeah, they're like, they we're don't not need very that. good actors. Yeah, we don't, well, they don't act. It's right. not like they've tried since they were, like, you know, what? Like, they kept it going for a while yeah, since true. they were in their late teens. Yes, they were just kind of like dump trucks of money coming up to their house. And they're like, yeah, that's fine. We'll just, yeah, I'll bring stand it in front of a camera. That's fine. Yeah, put a star on a t shirt. Sell it. Fucking Christ. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was my Ashley Olsen impression. That's pretty good. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess they've announced it, and I guess this annoys me more than anything. I would be almost willing to like let everyone have their little fucking full house nostalgia, but now that it's going to come back, I'm like, guys, this show blew. Please yeah. stop pretending it was good. Yeah. We don't need more of this. <laughs> it was on for 10 years. <laughs> or 8 years. Maybe we'll, uh, we'll catch up. Maybe we'll watch some of those when they come out. And, uh, give our opinions which sorry i just had a stroke maybe, we, maybe not our inner will be like our inner adults our are outer adults are <laughs> still idiots uh that's about our, that's about it for today uh you can uh if you like the show please go on itunes and rate us give us a good review if you don't like it maybe just don't go on there at all yeah don't, stop you don't have to push stop um, Why put negativity out there? Yeah, there's plenty of other stuff. That I slurred of- over all those consonants in that. There's lots of other great podcasts out there. Maybe check one of those out and rate and review them. Um, but if you like ours, I mean, I want to stress rate and review ours. Yeah, let's get back to us. <laughs> um, you can find us on Twitter at YICIAI. You can email us at yourinnerchildisanidiot.com. You can. I went too far. We will have your inner child as an idiot.com eventually, but your inner child as an idiot at gmail.com. Damon's on Twitter at Damon Xanth, X A N T H. I'm on Twitter at DJ Phillips. I got a website, djphillips.com. You got a website, drewfordcomic.com. Yes. Uh, on hiatus for a little while. Yeah, just taking a little break until after the Independence Day. It's just how uh, I, I guess, like to roll. You know, it's not a very funny thing to say, but Damon works really hard on that comic. You should go check it out. It's really good. He's been doing it for a long time, and it's it's really funny. Um, and Facebook, you can look us up on Facebook. You're in a child is an idiot. Oh, All the ways you'd connect to us, you know where they are. Just go to them. Yeah. Um, we're not on LinkedIn yet. No, and I, we're not going to be. You know why? Because I don't want to get a thousand emails. <laughs> I, a do get, I just joined. And I'm like, oh yeah, I got it. I got that these people might have friends that why? I might know. So many Back emails. <laughs> Whatever happened to the Spanish Inquisition? <laughs> uh, it's a good one to end on. Bop, ba do do Whatever.
happened to the Stonewall riots? <laughs> oh, God. Whatever happened to the Trail of Tears? <laughs> oh, what a great thing.